at the quarter of a millennium point uh there's going to be uh, there's going to be a quarter of a thousand in episodes of into your head uh in the uh in the ether sphere uh well they're not they're not all online but they're in the ether sphere in that they exist uh, i don't know if you're familiar with the term ether sphere i'm not uh but i assume it exists once i once you say something then it exists uh that's the way it works uh in fact if you're going to say something in the future then it already exists uh but we won't get bogged down in the in the theories of the uh the timeline again and the whole professor stephen hawking's thing i've done that several times before uh i don't want to i've even had, had done a show where i spoke about being obsessed with stephen hawking's and needing to get away from the subject uh so i can't go back over that again uh go back over old ground although he did he, he revised one of his theories a couple of years ago and said he changed his mind uh so i suppose if it's good enough for him uh it's good enough for the rest of us although what does he know uh well quite a lot as it happens although a lot of that is just speculation he's theorizing uh this is the stuff that steve professor stephen hawkins had in, has in his brain may well be very interesting but it's not it's not knowledge it's a theory uh i could come along here and say uh there's a cat outside the door of my studio and that would be absolutely true and professor stephen hawkins could be standing over there in england in his wheelchair and say uh there's a cat outside uh neil's room uh but he's just theorizing about that he can't see the cat he has no evidence of this whatsoever uh he hasn't listened to this yet uh he, even if he had that wouldn't be proof uh, so no, uh, the small amount of information that I've got in my brain is uh, millions of times more valuable than the huge quantity of theor theories that are in his brain. Uh, now I don't mean that as, a, as uh, to be offensive to the man, I'm sure he means well uh, when he comes out with all this crap. Uh, that he spews out of his mouth uh, although I guess in fairness to him he doesn't spew out of his mouth he's not able to uh, which is probably just as well because uh, if that man was able to speak in the in the normal way that the rest of us speak uh, I can tell you we wouldn't be taking him seriously uh, he'd, have, he'd have some uh, stupid English accent and he'd say hello uh, I'm Professor Stephen Hawkins uh, when time gets to the end and the world comes to the end then we all just turn around and go backwards that's what happens and then we go back backwards to be the beginning then we start all over again and go forwards uh, I hope that makes sense to you uh, I hope it doesn't sound funny that I'm saying it in this accent uh, I'm not, as you may have noticed I'm not doing his accent uh, I can't do I can't do accents uh, other than my own uh, which I believe uh, a lot of people find my accents that I use here on the show uh, very interesting. I don't know why. Uh, apparently people consider this particularly Irish, uh, which I find offensive. Uh, I don't come along here and say, uh, you Americans with your American accents, you go blah, 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 blah. And you talk about hamburgers and cheeseburgers and uh, American football and baseball and advertisements in the middle of games, which apparently are very important. Uh, no, I don't go on talking about all that crap about you. Uh, but you feel perfectly uh, fine coming along and saying, oh, he has a great Irish accent. Uh, I can't make out a word he's saying. That's what some people say. Uh, your man, uh, who's your man on the thing? Uh, Bob, uh, Bob, uh, who does a thing called Bob something on the overnight scape of Open Underground. Uh, he said something about my accent. Or was it him or was it another fella? Uh, maybe it was your man. Uh, 
No, I can't remember who. Someone said something anyway. Someone said something about something, and I decided, oh, that's a load of crap. Uh, cheek of him uh, saying that oh, I've got an accent that's hard to understand uh, when he's American. He doesn't even, he's a foreigner. Uh, he doesn't even talk proper English. Uh, he says, hello, hi, I'm American. I say, uh, stuff. I can't do the accent again, so uh, this narrative may not be making as much sense as it, as it would if I was an actor. Uh, but I'm not an actor, I'm a real person. Uh, a lot of you out there are actors, you're fakes. Uh, you spend your whole day being someone else. Uh, I see you all come on on Twitter with your fake names, uh, with your weird uh, odd names, with your QXYWP Pippi as a, as a name. Uh, if you couldn't have a fake name on Twitter, at least uh, go back in time to the beginning and pick one that has just one uh, letter or number. Uh, because uh, everyone knows. Uh, or maybe not everyone knows, and and that, now that you mention it, if if this is a, a a piece of knowledge that not everyone knows, then I should hold on to it because I'll, I'll let lower the value of it if I give it to everyone. Uh, it's like if you have a piece of gold, and then suddenly uh, everyone finds a bit of gold out in the street, and then gold loses its value. So no, you don't give away knowledge like that. Uh, if you're St- Professor Stephen Hawkins, you don't give out knowledge at all. You give out hints at, at knowledge. You try to uh, give out th- theories and all sorts of crap and try to make out that there's some value to them and then you write a book, uh, even though uh, you can't move. Uh, apparently you're writing a book. Uh, that's a ghost writer that Professor Stephen Hawkins has, uh, I can tell you. Uh, either that or he's found some way of communicating, uh, which seems very unlikely to me. Uh, I've seen no evidence of it, uh, although admittedly he did narrate a television programme a few years ago. Uh, but that was uh, that, that was a few... That was... Uh, well, that's, that's, that's just... Uh, stuff. Uh, where where do we go from here? I don't know. Uh, I have to admit, I'm run- this coffee thing is starting to become more apparent now. Uh, the coffee I bought my I had I made some coffee earlier and it went cold, so I didn't get to drink it. Uh, then I made more and I drank that, but I think it's worn off now and it wasn't very strong. Uh, after that, I had some cereal, but then I found some plastic in the cereal, so. I couldn't finish it. Uh, then I had some toast, uh, but we were uh, we were running low on things to, to things to toast. There's a limited number of uh, items that you can turn into toast in the average kitchen. Uh, there's bread, and there's uh, maybe waffles. You can toast them, and there's those things that Kellogg's make. But apart from that, no, there's not an awful lot of things that you can toast in the average, especially the average Irish kitchen, because we don't have your frigging bagels and your frigging uh, other things that get crammed in to the toaster uh, I know it's all about the bread here uh, and I haven't been out today so I didn't buy any more bread uh, not least because I'm trying to give it up uh, so no uh, limited uh, limited materials for toasting uh, what else uh, I don't know if this is annoying is it I'll find out when I listen back. I'll see. Is this annoying? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, that that seemed annoying to me. Uh, be, but because I was expecting it, it was at least less less of a shock that it happened. Uh, but no. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, eight minutes.
one second. Uh, what else can we tell you? Uh, nothing really. I suppose this, this will be like the last 10 minutes of the last class uh, before midterm break when no one's paying attention. So we just sit there. Uh, take out your books. Go on, take out your books. Uh, Brian Jude knows all about that at the moment, one of the listeners. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, teaching children at the moment. And he goes in and he says, take out your books. And then they say, we can't teach her. And he says, why not? And they say, because uh, we have our books taken out already. And he says, well, put them away and take them out again. I will not have people disobeying me. Because uh, people have. Uh, if you're a temporary teacher, yeah, we have to... Uh, you have to be careful to to keep the keep you keep your authority because people will take advantage of you. Uh, I remember a fella uh, back in uh, third year of secondary school used to come in uh, and they'd say hello, and then a lot of people would say hello, and then they'd uh, uh, they was in a prefabricate prefabricated building, uh, so they used to take up the floorboards and climb out and go out into the yard and then come up to the door and knock on the door and say, hello, sorry, teacher, we're late. And then they'd go and sit down, and then they'd go out through the floor again, and then they'd come in and say, sorry, teacher, we're late. Uh, the teacher would look confused, and, of course, his authority had been undermined, and he knew damn well that it had, but he didn't know how, although maybe he did, and he just didn't want to draw attention to it. Uh, I suppose that's maybe that's uh, something to be said in his favour. He knew what he was doing. He's a sly bastard, I can tell you. Uh, so anyway, that's what Brian Jude is like. Uh, yes, I don't know the man personally. Uh, I know him from the internet. Uh, I know his internet persona. Uh, his internet perso- persona is... Uh, well, it's basically... Uh, you can find out by listening to the Brian Jude show what his internet persona is. He comes on and says, Hello, uh, this is the Brian Jude show. Uh, I'm Brian Jude and I present the Brian Jude show. I feel like I'm the most uh, appropriate per- person. Uh, not that there was a selection procedure. I didn't come along and say, I'm starting a thing called the Brian Jude show and I'm advertising for people to host it. Uh, so anyone who's called Brian Jude can apply or you can change your name by deed poll to Brian Jude. Uh, but make damn sure you you spell it correctly, because I'm not having any incorrectly spelt Brian Jude, because I don't want to cause confusion. Uh, I suppose we could have two co-presenters, both called Brian Jude, uh, but they'd have to be, there'd have to be some way of distinguishing them uh, in an audio uh, environment. So I suppose one of them would have to be called Brain Jude, and one of them could be called Brian Jude, uh, or you could call one of them BJ. I suppose I don't know. Uh, or you could call one of them Jude and one of them Brian, or one of them whoever the short for Brian is. I think it's Bran uh, or Brin or Bra or Bin or B uh, or just B, I suppose. Uh, if you're taking things to extreme, I don't believe in abbreviating things too far. I believe there's too far too much of that. Uh, people are abbreviating things all over the place. Uh, the word abbreviate is, is abbreviated all the time. In dictionaries, you'll see A, B, B, or, and then you have to turn to uh, page three of the dictionary to look up what A, B, B, or says. And it says A, B, B, or, uh, noun or adverb or whatever the hell it's called. And then it says A, B, B, or is an A, B, B, or of A, B, B, or. It means to shorten something, like for example, to shorten A, B, B, or from its original. And then you don't, that doesn't get you any further, so you have to get out of thesaurus then. Uh, and if it's a small pocket thesaurus, they can't even fit the name of the book on the front. Uh, they just say T H E S. But then, at least, 
you've had that thesaurus a long time, so you at least know that you can identify as your thesaurus. Uh, you write your little symbol on the front that, that you you will recognise. Uh, so you open up your thesaurus anyway, and you look up abbreviate, and it says abbreviate. Funnily enough, they managed to fit the whole word into the freaking thesaurus. Uh, then it says other words for abbreviate, which is what a thesaurus gives you. And it says shorten, uh, abbreve, um, ab, ab, uh, or Brian Jude. Uh, so no, that doesn't do you any good. Uh, anyway, good morning.